Hey, y'all. How's it going? So I told Brother Jerry I don't know how long this is going to be because I talk fast sometimes. So just bear with me. I'll try to elongate my words and um, take a lot of breaths in between or something. But I'm going to start off with prayer. So, Lord, I just thank you for this opportunity, God, and I thank you for allowing me to be able to speak your words, Lord God. I just pray that um, you flow through me, allow the Holy Spirit to speak through me, Lord God, and allow me to say the things that you want me to say and nothing that is of my flesh in Jesus' name. And then also, before I start, I want to thank Brother Jerry, Sister Elaine, Miss um, Thelma, Brother Donald, he's not here, but all of the leaders of the church for allowing me to have this opportunity and thank my parents for raising me here and allowing me to go to church here my entire life. So, yeah. So there were three things that I wanted to talk about when Brother Jerry asked me if I wanted to preach. And the three things that were purpose, identity, and then either or my testimony. And I had no idea what I wanted to do. So the Lord somehow got to put all three of them together. So um, I'll be talking to you guys about testimony tied in with, or my testimony tied in with purpose and identity. Um, a lot of us, who, who all sing Chronicles of Narnia? Okay, so you know how, like, everybody ties Chronicles of Narnia in with the Word of God and, like, because Aslan is Jesus and all that. So, for me, I had something like that happen with Disney's Tangled, or, like, with Rapunzel. And for everybody that, well, Sarah Powell knows, I've always called myself Rapunzel because I related to it in a fleshly level where like my parents never let me do anything. I was so sheltered. I went to a private school. I couldn't go hang out with friends, all this other stuff. So that's how I related to it. Um, And it just really wasn't like a good way to relate to it. But for those of you that don't know how Tangled goes, I'm going to give you a really, really brief recap. So basically Rapunzel lives in a tower with this lady that she thinks is her mom. And she basically is pretty much content, but her mom told her on her 16th birthday she's going to be able to see these lights that just so happen to float in the sky every year on her birthday. And for those of you that know, this lady isn't actually Rapunzel's mom. It's this evil lady that kidnapped Rapunzel when she was a baby. So for me, I never related to it in the way that I'm about to share with you guys, but... um, Last year, about a month ago last year, um, the Lord showed me, and I was reading my Bible, I was reading like Song of Solomon or something, because, well, I guess, because that's where these notes were in my Bible when I found them, so. Um, I was reading Song of Solomon, and the Lord just reminded me of Rapunzel, and so I was like, okay, well, yeah, I've always called myself Rapunzel, I've always been, like, sheltered and whatever, but, um, The Lord showed me something different about Rapunzel. He showed me that um, I did actually relate to Rapunzel, but in a very different way. Um, In the story, Rapunzel represents a prodigal or like yourself. Like for me, it represented me. I don't know if I actually, I don't know if I'm a prodigal. Mom, am I a prodigal? (laughs) It was a joke. Um, No. So it represents you yourself or a prodigal or someone you're believing for. Um, and Flynn Rider and Maximus, I had to throw Maximus in there, kind of represent the Holy Spirit in a way. 
And then, of course, you have her original parents, the king and the queen, who represent Father God and Jesus. And then you have, my mom told me not to call her the mother, but that's what Rapunzel calls her, is mother. So the evil woman, mother, um, represents the enemy. And then the tower represents what you're living in, like where you are, your state, something that's holding you. It's just kind of where you are. And there are different ways that that can be interpreted as your purpose, like you're held in your purpose or your identity or the identity that your evil woman slash mother has you in kind of thing. Not you, Mom. You're not evil, I promise. Um, my mother's great. She's not an evil woman. But basically, um, I lost my spot. I'm so sorry. Is that me? Okay, that is me. I'm not breathing that hard, I promise. Um, no, okay, so basically, um, when I was going over this this morning, I was thinking about this and back away from the monitor a little bit. Maybe that'll help. Okay. Um, but basically, I was just reading over some scriptures of identity and purpose. And in Galatians 3.26, it says, For you are all sons of God through faith in Jesus Christ. And in Romans 8.14, it says, For all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. And so when uh, the Lord was just reminding me about this movie, it really just hit me that I did actually relate to this movie and that I was in a place where um, coming from being in this atmosphere, in this environment all of my life, going into a secular university and then being thrown to the wolves or like out of my tower and into the vast forest, I didn't listen to Flynn Ryder's advice. I didn't listen to the Holy Spirit's advice. I didn't listen to um, my anybody's advice. Like in the movie, the evil mother tries to plant things in Rapunzel's head about like, well, if you do this, 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 and this, it's all bad. It all ends up bad. It's all horrible. But for me, it happened the opposite way. My evil mother, not my real mom, this, the enemy, was planning in my head, if you do this, 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 and this, it's all going to be okay. If you do this, 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 and this, it's all going to be part of what gets you where you're supposed to go, part of what gets you into your purpose and keeps you in your tower and all this other stuff. And um, for me, when that happened, it all kind of backfired in the same way that it backfired for Rapunzel. So it backfired for Rapunzel in the, in the way that she ended up falling in love with the idea of what was outside of her tower, what was outside of her purpose. And she ended up falling in love with the idea of being outside of her purpose and outside of what was her true identity, which, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, she is the real king and the real queen's daughter. So we're swapping microphones. Okay, thanks. Um, this one's a lot louder, Jeremy. I'm really loud. Um, but basically, it's a lot louder. Can you guys hear me better now? Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, but even today, um, 
in all of this and with that, I'm just going to kind of read what the Lord told me about this like, and just brought back to me, but um, which some of it I've already said, so you get to just get a double dose of it. But anyway, so in this moment, I was seeing the animated story of Rapunzel, how she wants to get away from what she's known all of her life, and she meets Flynn Rider, who guides her. He helps her through the hard times and shows her things she's never seen before. They fall in love with one another, and when she ends up back in the thing that once held her captive, the tower, um, he comes to her rescue. And even through, though that's not through, and even though she has to go through a huge change, she finds out that what she knew about herself was a lie. She comes to find that she's the daughter of the king and that they never stopped looking for her. They never gave up hope that their daughter would come home. So when I got that, that's when the Lord showed me that Rapunzel is a prodigal, so on and so on. And with that, it really just kind of hit me like, wow, I kind of kind of am Rapunzel, I guess. I mean, now it's not as cool to be Rapunzel because of the way I interpret it when I was younger. And then the Lord also showed me that there, Rapunzel kind of has two sides. She has the long hair Rapunzel that all the little girls want to be, that where her hair just is in this giant braid and all this other stuff. And But for that, it's who she thought she was, and it's what the enemy used to keep her where she was. Not necessarily that your long hair is a bad thing, because, I mean, in the Bible it tells us to be Nazarites, and, you know, Nazarites have long hair and all that stuff. But um, in this aspect, it was what, it was the reason why her evil mother figure was keeping her. It was because of her hair, because it had magical powers, even though that's nothing spiritual at all. Um, just thought you guys should know that because it was pretty cool. But that's why her evil mom figure was, what she was doing was keeping her and, and keeping her in a purpose that she thought was theirs, but it wasn't and all this other stuff. But in the story, Flynn Rider, like I said, in that goes to rescue her because she ended up back in her tower, her thing that was holding her back. And when he goes to rescue her, he gets hurt. I don't remember how. Couldn't find the movie on any any streaming things anywhere today. Um, but basically, he ends up getting hurt, and Rapunzel is heartbroken because she realizes that he wasn't what was bad, that the things that he was saying wasn't bad, that he was the Holy Spirit guiding her through everything, and he was there the whole time. And even though it, no matter what she was doing at the beginning may or may have conflicted with the things that she had been told before. She realized, like, oh my goodness, I love him. I, I, I need to save him. I need, I need to save my relationship with him. And so she ends up doing something that is very drastic. She cuts that long hair. And in the movie, all of that hair, it's so funny. I just thought about it. That hair that was so long and so golden and represented something so, what was perfect to her, it, it didn't just fall off. You know, like if we cut our hair, if I cut my hair right now, it's, what falls to the ground is still going to be blonde. But when she cut her hair, it literally died. Her hair turned a different color and from the, not from the end, not from the root or the what is this part, the tip? Not from the end up, but from what was closest to the root, 
die and it just faded all the way down. And when she got rid of that, she had no more magic power. She had no more idea or what her purpose was or her identity in that moment. She just knew she needed to save her relationship with the Holy Spirit. Or Flynn Rider, sorry, it's the same thing. But in that moment, she just began to weep over the loss of the Holy Spirit, over the loss of her lover in that moment. And as she wept, of course, in the movie, her tears are magical too. And Flynn Rider, the Holy Spirit, is fine and everything's great and wonderful. He comes back to life and they end up being together and they end up going to going actually going to Rapunzel's parents, which are the king and the queen, Jesus, God, all that good stuff. And um, when they get there, she realizes like her true identity. She's a daughter of the true king of whatever this kingdom is called. I have no idea. The kingdom of Rapunzel, I guess. I don't know. We're going to name it that today. But she ends up finding out that she's a true daughter of the one true king. And that's something that happened with me because now I'm going to read you how I, how the Lord gave me an interpretation of everything else. But I've always called myself Rapunzel just because growing up I wasn't allowed to do much. And once I got into college, I felt a new sense of freedom. Little did I know how accurate and wrong I was all at the same time. I was coming from a natural mindset, and today God showed me how wonderful he is. He showed me the spiritual side of the things that I always claimed over myself. I am Rapunzel. And in that moment, the Lord showed me that he had a purpose for me. And in 1 Peter 2, 9, it says, You're a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession. You're his special possession. And he's called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. And even though I've gone through two years of ministry school, every day is a battle with identity and with purpose because once you fulfill part of your purpose, you step into another part of your purpose. And it's just a continuous journey of purpose and relationship that you have to pursue. And so... I just want to say that it's okay, no matter how old you are. I might not look that old, but I am kind of older than I look. I'm definitely older than I look. I'm not 18. I'm 22, so that's an extra four years. Anyway, but no matter how old you are, you're going to always have purpose. You're always going to have identity. I know I've got like the whole youth section right here and then everyone else that's not youth but is youthful um i'm just i just want you to know that for you guys you have a lot of purpose and identity that's left just because you're 13 through 18 you've got a lot i mean they all got a lot too but they've already had your years so they've got, they've got more experience in the purpose and the identity, and they can still flow in purpose and identity because they still have some. But you guys have a lot that you have to go. You have more than some, guys. You have more than some. What I meant was, you guys, 
you guys all still have purpose and identity too, and you guys still have stuff you have to flow through, but you know, they got a few more years to catch up till they get to where you are, so they have a little bit extra identity that they still have to figure out, a little bit extra purpose that they still have to go through and figure out, but yeah, I guess that's pretty much it, so... Brother Jerry. I love you so much. I love the way the Holy Spirit not only was speaking through you, but was using you. I mean, the moment that the Holy Spirit started flowing and that tenderness began to flow through you, it's like immediate it began to flow through me. I could, I could sense that love. So I'm so thankful that you didn't just come to tell us. You came to let us feel it and to experience it. I love you. And I'm so proud of you. And I tell you, that was, that was, that was probably the, the strongest thing what Trinity taught us tonight that any of us could know is the purpose and the identity, but the realization whose daughter and son we are. That God's with me. Brother Brett, could you come back? Could y'all come? Would that be possible? That that song, I don't know, I tell you, Trinity just stirred my heart up to to want to appreciate God. And I think it'd be, be okay, darling, it'd be a good play, way for us to close out tonight is to appreciate the Lord and that purpose that God's given to all of us. I want you to pray. Let me see that little hand of yours. You're kind of old. Girl, you don't know nothing yet. <laughs> oh, I tell you, that's, that's so sweet. But I'm going to have Trinity pray for us. And who is struggling? You say, Jerry, you know, I'm struggling with my identity. Uh, the devil's trying to speak who I am, but I just believe with all of my heart that God's going to use God's going to use the Holy Spirit to help me find that identity. And God's going to use that word. And that's what Trinity was trying to speak to our heart tonight. That God had an identity. Trinity was so precious that that's so how you struggled with it, darling. Even though that we would look and think, well, she's got it made. She's there in the shade. But how that even there you were struggling. And I'd like to just stand tonight. If you've got some struggles that you'd like for God to help you to overcome in the areas of identity and finding God's purpose for you in life, God's reason for you, the reason God put you here, the reason He, he has you at this moment, in this season, at this time. You know, there, there just comes a real trust. I love what David said. David said, Lord, even when I'm afraid... I'll trust in you. At those fearful moments, at those places where we're real struggling with what purpose that God's put us in at this particular time. But we can trust the Lord. Trinity, will you pray over all this? God, I just thank you that you allow us to find ourselves in you. God, I thank you that you have opened up avenues to show us different ways of our our purpose and our identity and who we are, God. God, I just thank you for your sons and your daughters that are here 
and that are standing, God, I just pray that as as they show you that they need help with their their purpose, their identity, God, that you just begin to speak to them in ways that only they can understand, God, just like you did with me and Rapunzel, God, I just pray that you show them signs of purpose and identity in their life and how they can interpret things in the way that you need them to be interpreted in Jesus' name. That was the first time I've ever heard anybody use Rapunzel as a biblical character. But some way you did that, girl. I love you. How many say this was a wow time tonight? How many got that as a wow word? Go ahead and just give the Lord. Come on, let's just stand and appreciate the goodness of God. We're just going to close out this service with the moments of praise and worship here and, and thankfulness to the Lord. But go ahead and let's just give it another hand. That was a wow moment. And the Lord really wowed us tonight. I love you, darling, so much.